This is the one and only T-Quest. You are tuned into the T-Quest show. Relatable, informative, yet entertaining. Everyone know who's my favorites. And who are those people? My fans, my listeners, especially the new ones. Because someone was smart enough to tell you about my show. Or I'm just a great promoter and you saw it and you wanted to check it out. And if you haven't already, make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at TQuestGLM. Download that TQuest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your App Store. Make sure you sign up for my mailing list on my website, GottaLoveMeWorld.com. And if you really got love for your girl, TQuest, make sure you go and stream my music and my number one profession, voice works. So if you need my voice for anything and I mean anything, make sure you email me at tquest at glm.com or gmail.com. And now that I've taken advantage of my own platform, I guess it's time to share it with my guest. Music is everything. <laughs> huh? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, sunshine. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? How are you? Um, Woo! It is time to have some fun. You ready to have some fun with your girl, T-Quest? Hmm? You say what now? I say you ready to have some fun with your girl, T-Quest? Yes, yes, of course, of course. All right, so, for the people who don't know, as a personality, as someone in media, it is my job to interview people, and I like to call it more of a conversation, Right? It's yeah. kind of like when you go to the club, some people, and they meet someone at the bar or whatever, and in that moment, they are a stranger to you. It's up to you to catch their attention, then it's up to you to keep their attention. Unless she either going to, what, walk away, or say things for the drink, or politely excuse herself, or get a distraction, text from her friends to come get her. You never really know, right? <clears throat> Yeah. Or <laughs> you can say the right things to keep her attention. So in this moment, I am the lady at the bar. The music is bumping. And my thing is, let's see if you can actually keep my attention so I don't stray away. Cool? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, for the people who don't know who you are, Say your name again very loud and clear so they know who's on the show with T-Quest and let them know what you do and where you are from. My name is Alvazar and um, I'm an artist, last aspiring promoter, investor, and um, artist development manager. Just slowly trying to get my name and my foot in other So, I guess. So what I've heard, because you sound a little distorted, so if you can come in a little more clear, that would be great. You said you are a music artist, an inspiring promoter? Yes. An yes. investor? Excuse me? What'd you say after promoter? Uh, investor. Investor. And uh, artist and development manager. Artist and development manager. Yeah. You know that's a big role to fill, right? Because nowadays, many artists lack artist development. Not realizing that's how you're really going to sell yourself to the masses. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because even if you are a great artist music-wise, you can be a great artist. Or you can be a mediocre artist. But that mediocre artist could surpass you if the artist development was in place. Why? Because that could be someone who's not really into your music. But if you sell yourself to me very professionally... You can grab my attention, you know, yeah. if you really yeah. show what you can do on stage, I might still go and stream your music just to show support, buy your merchandise. It's all about having a total package. So if you are into trying to be an artist development manager, that means that you as an artist got all that stuff down packed already that you can already help the next one. Am I correct? 
I said that since you are inspiring to be an artist, developer, manager, that means you as an artist must really got your stuff together if you're ready for the next phase to manage another one in that field. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. But I'm not all the way there, you feel me? Like, that's why I said aspiring promoter. Mm-hmm. I'm on the, uh, come on, because that's what I want to transition into after um, I establish myself as an artist. Like, I got an artist that's willing to let me deal with them right now, but I'm not able to do what I want to do because of the COVID. But it's like, as far as from my connections from Michigan to Ohio, mm-hmm. I'm able to do, I was able to do a little bit, but during all the pandemic stuff got shut down and uh, unable to do as much now so that's why um, when everything get back I've been running trying to get to the next phase of that career okay no I totally understand so let's bring it back to the whole reason why you're on the call first is because you're an artist right yes yes you consider yourself a hip hop artist um yes of course, yes. Okay, so if you are hip hop, um, you'll... More, um, yeah, real, real, real life hip hop, yeah. Real life hip hop. What do you mean by real life hip hop? It's like, for the most part, like, not only do I talk about my life, I mean, in general, but, like, real life situations, like, I mean, I try to talk for the people and talk to the people and let them, like, we got people that really thinking about our best interests. Okay. So. Okay. So what I need you to do for me is you're a music artist, a hip-hop artist, right? Real-life yeah. hip-hop artist. But where did it all stem from? Why did you pick up the pen and pad? I'm taking it was years ago. Yeah. I started, um, my first song was, uh, I ever wrote. I was probably like nine years old, mm-hmm. and um, it was it was a Marvin Gaye instrumental, yeah. and, um, a sexual healing instrumental. At nine years and, old, uh, I wrote about a young lady having like AIDS and uh, an HIV rather, and uh, she was passing it around, doing what she was doing. So, like that was my first really introduction to writing and. Putting it on bad. Wait a minute. So I'm gonna have. I'm sorry, but we're gonna have to break that down. You're saying that you was nine years old, right? Yeah. You wrote a song to Marvin's Gay Sexual Healing about yeah. a lady with AIDS. Yeah, it was kind of coming from the angle. It's like Tupac is my favorite artist. Him and Jay Z. But uh, at the time, I was. Um, I came up under Tupac. And uh, it was more on the, like, uh, Brenda's got a baby angle. I was trying to rap like him, you know what I mean, on that, on that song. All right, so you know you have to connect these docs because it still don't make sense at nine years old. So what made you even want to, let alone write a song to that type of beat with that such a powerful subject at nine years old? Like, what? who inspired you? What inspired you? Uh, like... Just growing up in Michigan, uh, in Detroit, uh, I was introduced to my environment kind of early. Like, my mom was sick. She had breast cancer. Like, she had breast cancer survivor. Okay. And uh, so, at an early age, like, seven, eight, like, I'm kind of of my environment of sorts. Yeah. Like, I'm not totally out there, but I'm seeing different stuff that I'm supposed to be seeing at this age. Mm-hmm. So, uh... At nine, my best friend, she got killed in a drive-by. Oh, no. So, um, a lot of stuff was going on, like, around that time. Mm-hmm. So, but, um, uncle, he had passed at eight, but he got killed uh, in a drive-by uh, when I was eight. And so, yeah, a lot of stuff was going on. So, I was introduced to what the society is at an early age. So, mm-hmm. I was able to be aware of my surroundings and... I was able to come up with a song like that, but it was mainly Tupac kind of influence um, into where I was coming from that angle. I ain't gonna say that I was 
I mean, trying to steal the whole song, but it's like I was coming from that angle how he wrote Brenda's Got a Baby. Okay. Now, that makes sense. I always tell um, a lot of people, yes, we all have a story, but our stories are different because we're all individuals. You know what I mean? Yes. And with that type of story, now it's starting to make sense because no average nine-year-old is going to be writing a song to sexually healing about someone with AIDS unless they had to grow up fast because they experienced so many things at a young age. You know what I mean? And then it takes it as with everything that's going on in your life. And I'm sorry to hear about all that. That's a lot for one child to even bear. You know, it look it seems as if with that and then relating to an artist like Tupac, you had no choice but, you know, want to write some stuff down to start being inspired by him. Releases some of your inner thoughts on paper, correct? Correct. Okay. So it brings me back to artists who actually use music in the beginning as therapy, you know. But yeah. um, that that's a beautiful thing. And do you still have those songs that even remember the lyrics? Uh, no, I don't have them songs. Uh, yeah. Too much stuff happening since then. Um, yeah, I ain't got none of them songs as a kid. Yeah, I done live everywhere from. Here to down south, but in between that time. No, I understand. It's just that I'd be feeling bad, like as an artist myself, because when I hear people's stories or I see them on TV, when I read their autobiographies, they remember dates, times, lyrics, songs, like everything. I'm like, how? Like, Like, did you all keep this stuff in a box, like for your whole entire life? How is that even possible? Me, personally, I started writing at that age, but I don't remember any of the songs. I don't remember any of the lyrics. I don't have none of the pieces of paper. So I could, I, I'm i a little jealous of the ones who do still have it or do still remember it. You know what I'm saying? So I had to ask to see if you still had some of those old memories. But um, So that's kind of dope, though. That's kind of dope. So let's transition from then until now because since you've been – Writing at such an early age, that mean by now you should be really a seasonal writer in this field. So what are some other things throughout the years that inspire you to write the music that you write? Um, just really like my life experiences and um, just stuff that I like actually see and encounter and people that I encounter. And, um, it's really every day, there's life situations, like, like my life and the people around me type life. And, um, that's really the main influence I have as far as, like, as far as my life and the lives of those that, the people that live like I live. Okay. the struggle, and the slums. Mm-hmm. Okay. Be the voice for the people like this, what I'm aspiring to be. Okay. Well, that's where you need to take me because I don't know your life story. I don't know how you grew up. I don't know the people around you. I don't know what happened in their lives, in your life, and what you've seen to inspire your music. So as new listeners and new ears to you... Explain to me some of those things that you've seen and witnessed that inspired you to write your music. Even if it was that uh, scenario of like one song that came from something that have happened or you saw. Like recently? It's whatever story you want to tell me. Because I want to keep it on light. You don't have uh, to. Yeah, like um, like I'm as we speak, I'm on my way to the studio, like right after this interview, and um, by the latest song called uh, "I Can't Breathe," and um, it's just a song for the people right now as we speak, and like what we going through in America with the, I mean, police brutality, the um, all the protests and just the civil rights being. Eliminated and like everything is like so. It's like I'm just 
I didn't create a song called I Can't Breathe for the moment in time in this place that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. So I think situations like that, as far as what I didn't been through in my life and the situations that us as the people is in right now. And you know I mean, I created the song that I'm about to put down. Okay. So songs like this is what you've been writing for the last couple of years, is what you're saying? Songs like this? Yeah. You feel me? Like whenever something like this beat that that it happened, like, but for the most part, I mean, I ain't gonna say I'm all conscious or nothing like that. I got music about the streets, uh, not the glorifier or nothing, but like the streets, the prison system, um, and uh, just various aspects of people that come from the slums. You feel me? I ain't really got too many club bangers or nothing like that. Okay. As I guess I should, but uh, if right now, no, I just got. The street music and bomb talking. I mean, music for the people. So, mm-hmm. and and that's what I'm trying to get at. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm asking yeah. the question. What is your music about? Like I said, I don't know your childhood. I don't know your lifestyle. So, if your music is about the streets, tell me it's about the streets. If your music is about a particular struggle, tell me about that. You know? Because for all I know, you could have. Um, <laughs> Like, tell me what really inspired you to write the type of music. Because just now, what I picked up from what you just said is, you don't have that many club bangers, but you guess you have to. You don't have to have club bangers. You know, at the end of the day, you originally started writing your music for you. You know, to tell your story, to tell your life situation, to tell what's ever on your mind and your heart. So if that's not coming out you don't have to force it out now what you could do is do a remix where it could be a club banger but it's about the streets about what you're going through put a twist on it because every story from the streets from the hood or whatever does not have to be on some like serious type beat you know you can always switch it around to um connect with the masses you know bring the worlds together make it a beautiful combination but that's um, what i feel like and that I leave that to the DJs to like to see if that's what I did. I tried to do it on the, the uh, single I got called "Lose It." Mm-hmm. It's like kind of got the club sound. I mean, to where you could get to where it can get, be played in the club, mm-hmm. but it's still kind of out of the street. Like so, um, I still uh, kept it like relevant to my lifestyle, but kind of got the no i totally get it and you know what you just fell into my trap because that's exactly what i was trying to pull out from you without me actually saying it because i wanted to segue into your song (laughs) you know what i'm saying i'm just like come on now come on because this is reminding me because when i heard your track i was like okay he talked about something real but it got a little bop to it it got that balance you know and i was trying to get that out of you without me actually saying it but now that i finally did <laughs> let's actually play some of that for the people that's cool with you okay so um before i play that track um once again explain to people a little bit of what the song was about exactly and then tell them who produced it uh big jeezy produced it and the song is about um, lose it like you'll hear it in the hook. You got Big Jeezy on the hook, and um, it's like when you uh, like when you're in the streets, you selling drugs or whatever, and you you pull up at some night and uh, chicks lose it. You'll see the difference between how and when you don't. Like this song is like a combination of. Okay. And you said Big Jeezy. Who is Big Jeezy? He from your area? No, I met him through um, like B Stars, like the app. So, okay. Uh, that's how I got aligned with him. Mm-hmm. So he's a producer and an artist. Can you say he was featured on it? Yes. Okay. Look at that. 
handling business and getting two things out of like a two for one special. <laughs> that's kind of dope. <laughs> but no further, we're gonna get into this song right now. Lose it, but I'll <laughs> song i do like the song you know um i love your energy on the song i love the bop of the beat and then how it blends together with the lyric content and your cadence you know because it's true it's true not saying all females (laughs) but um definitely um your persona how you present yourself your swag all that stuff can catch someone's attention Nowadays, well, not even nowadays, how flashy you are can catch your attention too. Some people's attention, certain people more than others, you know. Especially when we live in a um, society where a lot of females want to be taken care of and want to be spoiled. 
So if they see a man with that bag and they got that car and they got that whip and they got all this, all this stuff, they be like, Nas, Nas, <laughs> how you doing? Like, <laughs> it's, exactly. And you, you can't um, deny it, you know, and I never had me personally. When I see a guy who's very flashy, I'm like, okay. <laughs> You know, because sometimes it goes back to certain stereotypes. Most guys who are flashy, not all, but they have the stereotype of being very arrogant, right? Being very big-headed because they know what they have and they know what the people want. So they know what the people will do just to be attached or to get a piece. So a lot of them take advantage of that. And I ain't falling for the foolery. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're going to present to me all this flashy stuff, that is let me know that's all you have to offer. And that's not me. You know? But it's true. They will lose it. You see it in the movie Players Club. Harvey upstairs. There's money upstairs. You remember that. <laughs> you know, they pushed the button. Uncle Luke was in the house. They was ready to go because they know they was about to wreck up if they do it right <laughs> you know we can't be blindsided that this stuff does not happen you know but that's what i mean like that right there is a great balance of what the people um, really like listening to and still bringing you you know and that song i think is actually pretty dope pretty dope so miss this right when it comes to doing music, there's always different elements. There's the process of writing a song, the process of mixing, mastering, and everything. But then after you get the song out there to the masses, here comes the part when you have to promote it and perform it. Now, are you the type of person who love to perform? Or are you the type that just enjoy putting the content out there? Oh, both. Um, if I could... Is like when you an artist and it's like you trying to so it's like putting yourself out there doing shows. That's just gonna get you the notoriety to be able to have the income. So like that's what it's about. And I love just doing content. I like to create. I like to write. I like to be in the studio. I mean, if I could literally get paid for being in the studio, like, that would be, I wouldn't even have to perform, but, uh, I like a little bit of both. I like the, definitely the creation, the production part of it, and, um, I like performing also. Like, it's a, you're in front of the, the people and the stage, and they're rocking with you, and it's like, yeah, it's a great show. Right, so. mm-hmm. The reason why I ask that, because, yes, people's always preaching that visuals is everything and live is everything. But when you really do your research, I know a lot of successful artists that rarely perform and they are caked up from their yeah. um, residuals, from their money. Yes. Why? Because it's all about smart marketing strategies and promotion. Definitely. You know, you can, you can record great content, but as long as you have the right marketing team that's distributing it properly... You know what I'm saying? Just like um, a lot of placements for movies, video games, commercials, caked up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you can put some audio things up, caked up. Think about it. Because even celebrities, a lot of people gravitate to them. They play their music. They stream their music. But how many people actually seen them live? Personally. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> So, um, performing and stuff is a great part of it, but for people who are not really into that part and just want to put out great music, they could still be successful with it, as long as you know how to do it properly. But then you have some that really love to entertain. Like me, I love to entertain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love being on stage, love being on the mic. It's just like my happy place. You know, they was like, so if you're going on tour and can you do like three or four um, shows in the same night or same day? Absolutely. What? Let's go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, because it's just a lot of artists that make great music. They can make club music, but they don't even actually like being in the club. It's all about your creativity and what you do with it. 
And also, like, the type of music I make, I make, like, just regular ride, everyday music. Like, that's why I don't really make club music. I don't really do clubs. I mean, I used to when I was there, but I literally don't do the clubs for real. So, like, mm -hmm. there's no point. No, I understand. You definitely seem like a super chill person. That's why I was asking, is that something that you enjoy doing, like, a lot? Or you just know it's part of the territory, you enjoy it for what it is, but, you know, you're okay if you wasn't on a stage each and every night, if need be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just yeah. realized it's part of the territory, something like that. I mean, it comes with it, so I'd rather would just be in a studio creating, pushing music out. Promoting it the right way, getting it done like that. No, I kind of figured, much. and that's why I wanted to ask. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because everybody's musical journey is different. Yes, we have this blueprint, but since we're in a profession that's always being remixed, <laughs> you can pretty much come up with your own blueprint how you want to navigate for your career. You know, that's so that's why I always ask these questions. Just like certain generic questions that a lot of um, radio personality do ask. And, you know, sometimes the, the answers may change, but it's certain questions that I personally don't ask. Like, one of the questions, I'm sure you probably heard this before, who's your top five favorite hip-hop artists, right? Yes. Yeah. To be honest, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> And I think it's just them emulating one another. If you're one of the type of people who ask a question to each his own, you know, the only time I will really want to know someone's top artist or who what who they've been influenced by, if their music was so different and so rare, right? And I'm like, I'm curious, who inspired you growing up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the question you're asking me? I can't ask, but you already told me, partly, yeah, when yeah. you were saying, like, Tupac and stuff, right? Yeah, Tupac and Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah, I know. And it's funny, because those are the most common ones that um, people do say. And which is not a bad thing, because they are great hip-hop artists. My thing is, yeah. nowadays, with other artists, when they talk about who they look up to, it's some names I haven't even heard of. I be like, Lil Who? <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> who is that and I'm like you know what for me to still be young they make me feel old <laughs> like, um, yeah I totally get it that's when the valley's like come on like yeah I totally get it yeah great music uh huh yeah mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny well, okay, back to you and not about them. But, um, yeah, so let's talk about this other song that you have, right? You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, About My Life. About My Life. Yes. Yeah. Talk to people about that one. We're featuring my, uh, my cousin, James. Mm -hmm. His uh, art, artist name is James Town. And um, so he on the hook. And um, I got a... Uh, just going in on the verses, and um, I didn't really start it as a single. Like, I didn't make it, write it to be a single, but it's like once I, I had performed it, and it had such a, like, good feedback on it that I just started sending it to the DJs, mm -hmm. and um, and people like it. So um, that's how it all came to pass as far as being in a different various DJ, especially fleet DJs or stuff. Mm-hmm. And they possession. Yeah, I mean, y'all possession. And, um, and so it was just good feedback and good critiques, you know what I mean, from the actual song. So I created it just to, it was going to be just an album song. Like an uh, album filler? But then you found out that people actually are really feeling it, feeling it to be a potential single? Yeah. Gotcha. So it was like, and we ain't, and it's like my guy was just telling me the other day, so he's telling me, like, like, bro, we really haven't had, like, real, like, songs come out, like, as singles since, like, in the 90s, you know what I mean? And I don't want to be, like, I'm a throwback artist or nothing like that, like, I'm on the old side, but, you know what I mean, at the same time, it's like, that's my era. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's the type of feel I want for my music, you know what I mean? Like, ain't nothing wrong, I mean, if that's 
this this the music that you like nowadays, and like that's what's up because this could be your era. But uh, my 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 era is like the '90s, early 2000s, where I was mostly influenced by music to do music. You feel me? So like, absolutely. That's why I, I want that sound for my music. Okay. Well, on that note, I think it's time to get into about my life. your life i like it <laughs> absolutely so my question for you is for these two singles that you do have out called lose it and about my life is this a part of a project that you are working on or is already out on streaming platforms yes it's uh in my shoes is the album title and okay. um it's already on platforms mm-hmm. so you can uh it can be streamed on any Streaming platform, Tidal, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, um, Google Play, Deezer, mm-hmm. uh, YouTube. Okay, okay. Are there any music videos to any of these songs for this project? I just released um, In My Shoes title song for the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, summary of my lifestyle, which is number one on the album, that's coming down the pipeline and it's going through the editing process. Um, 
and about my life will be shot uh, the 14th. So I, I believe that's next weekend, next Friday, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Awesomeness. So, um, what's the feedback so far on this project since you put it out? Uh, mixed reviews. Uh, some people, uh, mostly, really just on the on the quality quality aspect. aspect. Um, saying uh, I need different, basically different engineer. But as far as just content, sound, and everything else, mm-hmm. great reviews. Uh, great reviews, if you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, as far as just people that understand music, like when they hear it, like yeah. I'm getting like as far as quality, so I was like, I gotta build on that. I gotta find a better engineer to do my next project that I got coming up. Okay. All right. Well, um, I will say because for the artists that I do work with, um, if they're ever in need for anything like that, I do have a lot of um engineers and producers and stuff if need be so i can definitely send you some contacts you know especially um for probably the next project going forward you know you can check out some of their things because even though you have a project out and it's circulating and people are loving it you always gotta remember to keep having music coming back for the people you know always have that stuff on deck no matter what you know also um in the process of this song circulating, are you still working on new music? Just to have in the archives. Yes. Um, I got a project coming out called Pot Value One. Pot stands for Product of the Firm. Mm-hmm. I want that to probably drop uh, probably the end of summer, July. But I'll be dropping songs periodically off that album uh, throughout the summer also. As I'm dropping songs for this deal for this album, mm-hmm. so so are you open uh, for new production for that? So what? Are you open for new production for that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dope. Uh, I'll definitely um send you some of my um producers um information on that. So we have talked about you and the reason why you do music or what inspired you to do music. We've discussed about the project you have out now and the singles that you have out and, of course, where everyone can find it. Now it's time to remix this interview. I would like to know some other talents that you may have outside of being a music artist. Um, I would say, like, I'm very interested in business. So, like, that's what I, my transition after music will be is business, like, as far as, like, you the best with all of that and if I can um help in any way especially when you mentioned before about the whole um promoting and arts development definitely feel free to um reach out to me you know because I've been doing promoting and stuff for some years like over a decade or so so you know my feet got a little wet in that area in pretty much almost every area of the music industry <laughs> because I like to understand everyone that I have to deal with right so a better way for me to understand the people I have to deal with is for me to tap into what they do as far as the business, you know? So I dabbled into being a singer, dancer, rapper, writer, blogger, DJ, host, comedian, promoter, PR, AR, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so um, I can understand exactly what they go through. So I know how to handle them better accordingly. Now, since you told me that you're doing other things in the business, which is very smart, because when you um think about business, I always say you should have seven streams of income, 
right? So it's great to tap any other parts, not just for the money part, because you genuinely have a love for all of this. And that's the part I keep telling people. Yes, you may want to be in the industry. Yes, it may seem like easy money. Yes, it seems like quick attention. But to keep your sanity and all this and to keep a smile on your face and be genuinely happy, you still have to love what you do and have a passion for what you do because nowadays everyone is only thinking about attention and money 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 that even though they're getting the money that part is making them happy but genuinely they're not happy doing what they're doing exactly exactly because people want to just fast buck and what the fast buck can get them which is probably a material item i mean which depreciation value as soon as you buy it so it's like they never make you happy if that's what the end goal is is to have money Mm-hmm. They just have money with nobody around you because never helped anybody. Absolutely. Leave their goals in life. Absolutely. Um, what did I want to say to you? Yes. So we talked about the music. We talked about other avenues. Now it's time to show your human side, the side to people that most people don't get to see, especially as an artist or an entrepreneur. Outside of music and outside of the cliche of sports when it comes to guys, what are other things that makes you happy that you enjoy doing on your spare time or off time? Or if you have the spare time, what would you do in that moment? Uh, well, mostly I like to um, obviously spend time with my kids, mm-hmm. but uh, outside of my family, I like going on trips. I like traveling. Mm-hmm. I'm a big, avid traveler. I like going different places, eating new foods, mm-hmm. uh, just seeing different stuff around the world, different kind of countries. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's kind of dope. Like- traveling is such a beautiful thing. Because sometimes you can't always work 24-7, you know? You have to have a moment to breathe. You have that moment of clarity. And sometimes you can actually use that as more motivation for the next project or song that you are creating, you know? So I I definitely encourage that. Mm -hmm. Other than the love of music, you feel me, like, drew me towards, like, music, as you know, like, you get to travel and perform and go Mm -hmm. places. That means it like, it all kind of coincides together with me. Absolutely. I can relate to that because, you know, I've traveled all over the U.S. and outside of it. And but I realized what I was doing, I was traveling for specific events shows and gigs which is a beautiful thing. But the, the schedules were so tight that I never got the chance to explore any of the city and cities that I were in during that time. Right. So that's why um, I always, every time we talk about traveling, I always have to shout out my um, travel agency, Whitney's Escapes, because they have helped me remind me that, yeah, this is great that you're traveling. We love to book you for where you have to go get you those great deals. But at the same time, they encourage me to book things outside of the gigs to relax my mind. You know what I mean? And that's what it's all about. So um, shout out to, like I say, my travel agency, Whitney Escapes. And if you guys ever need any help with traveling, want to get those great deals, definitely hit me up and I will give you their contact. They are the best in the business. Okay, then. Exactly. I'm there. You know, you all type of connected. You know, I mean, you know, I'm the plug. No. <laughs> you know, I, um... Before, I'd be so humble. I'm like, oh, stop. I'm just out here working. But you know what? I am. That's what it's all about. It's all about building that connection, you know? Definitely, definitely. If you are not growing... Exactly. If you are not growing the way you need to be growing, if you are not taking advantage of every platform, every event, then what are you doing? When I first started, I would be the first one there and I'd be the last one to leave. I'd be there before the bouncers came, especially when I was underage, just to get in the door, not to party, act a fool, just to get into the door so I can network with the people. And then I didn't leave until the DJ and like the um, owners will leave. Why? Because I want to make sure that I connected with everybody in the building. You know, and everywhere I go, like, hey, how are you? What you doing? What's your life? What's your goals? What's your dream? What field are you in? And if it's entertainment, I said, oh, my God, so am I. So what do you do? Rap, sing, promote. And they'd be like, wow. I'm like, yeah. So now my Rolodex is thick because I put in the work. 
Definitely. You know? And at the same time, me working that hard for me, I'd love to help the next person. So if they do have a simple question, not like, so how do we get in music? I'm not doing all that. That's just ridiculous. But if it's something quick, like, do you know anything about encoding or registration for this, that, and that? I'm like, actually, I do. Let me send this to you really quickly. I'm never going to be too big headed just because of my accolades to help the next. Because at the end of the day, it's a music business, but it's a music family. We're supposed to be here for one another because I want to see everybody grow, elevate, and increase. And not just in music, just in life in general. So, let's have a little fun. Do you have, like, a hidden or odd or weird talent that most people are not aware of? You're good at test? Playing chess. Playing chess. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. No, that's actually a skill because if you notice, in life, is is better to play chess than checkers, right? Yeah. Metaphorically, but in real life, a lot of people really don't know how to play chess. <laughs> to me, it seems a little complicated, but it's probably not as complicated if I actually took the time to learn it. Because I know you got the little dude, and then you got the bigger little dudes, and the bigger little dudes. <laughs> then you got the little horsies. Then you got the um the king and queen, right? <laughs> At least you know the pieces of the board. Uh, one little dude, that little dude right there is bigger than him. So. <laughs> oh my god like I, I really never actually studied it so i'm just like i hope it's not offensive to anyone who actually plays chess <laughs> but it just it just throws me off you know because then sometimes you don't just slide over like checkers you're able to like really cross over and move i'm like well how do you get to do that why because it just reminds me of everything in life even though it may seem like it's something as simple as moving a piece you got to strategize and be very strategic with everything that you do because you can lose everything. Yeah, I think there was a movie. I think it was a movie called King Me. Did you see that? King Me, King Me, King Me. I can't. I think it was called King Me and it was a movie and it was about chess. I think, I think. Yeah, it was with, um, I think, Cuban Gooding Jr. I'm going to figure it out, but it was a movie that I did see, and it was about playing chess, and it was a great film, and I think you'll enjoy it, you know? So, yeah, I'm, it yeah, I'm definitely going to um try to find it for you and um, send you the link, but yeah, it was definitely an excellent movie. No, I know what it was. It was called... Life of a king. Life of a king? Life of a king. Yep. I knew it had something with king in it. Mm-hmm. Life of a king. And uh, I think it'd be um a great movie for you to check out. But, uh, of course, I'll send it to you just in case you may forget. But, um, <laughs> but it, was, it was pretty much about, you know, like, the youth, right? are misunderstood and misguided and then Cuban Gooden Jr. He's an ex-con but he became like this um, mentor for them and show them about the whole game of chess. You know, and how it's like an alternative than running the streets and everything. You know what I mean? So, um, it's definitely a good thing for you to check out. There was this one little movie uh, in Africa about this uh, African girl. I think it was Kenya. I forget the name of it. Mm -hmm. But they yeah, I believe. Don't quote me on that, but um, the little girl she learned how to play uh, chess. Like they had a little instructor in the, in, in a little village, mm -hmm. and uh, she became the best in the world. Like uh, like they went on tour and everything. She they started yes. taking other little spots, and she got in championships. Yeah, it was a, a good little movie too. Absolutely, I know exactly what you're talking about. Do I remember the movie? Um, 
Yes, it was um, Queen of Cat Week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know where I saw the movie? You did? How you like I enjoyed it. I watched it on a plane. <laughs> you know, I think I was going to like Vegas or something. You know, it's like a six hour flight or whatever. And it was in the selection and I watched it. And I thought it was a great movie. You know what I'm saying? I definitely enjoyed it. But I think that's beautiful. And with that being something that you like to do and enjoy, and then you can take so much out of it, it's like a double winner, you know? But um, I want to thank you for taking the time out to be on a T-Core show. Um, thank you for sharing your content with us, your story, your music, your human side, your happy side, because when it comes to interviews, you should have the ability to give all to the people, all to the listeners, especially if there's new listeners that may not know who you are, they know who you was, and now I'm more curious to get to know who you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So um, with the last couple of minutes of the show, this is your chance to remind the people of who you are, what you do, where they can find you, and if there's anything else about you or any projects that you're working on or anything, this is the time right now to spill your guts. <laughs> <laughs> well, for one, it's been fun doing an interview with you, and I appreciate it. Appreciate you very much for the for putting me out here like that. Yeah. And uh, shout out to the uh, fleet DJs also for mm-hmm. putting me in position to even be introduced to you. And um, but as far as me, uh, my name is Alcazar, aka Zar for short. Um, my album in my shoes is at stores as we speak on all streaming platforms, and you can go stream that on anything. Go download it. Go support the real man. You already know what it is. Uh, I got a, two singles out called "About My Life" and "Lose It." Being videos being shot re- in in the near future. Just dropped the video in my shoes title track off of, off of the album. Uh, I think y'all like it. Enjoy it. It's on YouTube right now. Um, you can see little clips on my Instagram. My Instagram is Alcazar A L A A C D A R. You can follow me on Instagram. I'll follow back if you in the music industry. Um, I'm on Facebook. We can be friends on Facebook, uh, Twitter, all type of uh, pla- uh, social media platforms. You can find me on, uh, find me as Alcazar. And uh, I got a new project coming out called POTS, Volume 1, P-O-T-S. And it stands for a product that is farms. And uh, that's coming in the near future around live August. I'm looking for that type of release. And um, and just go support it, man. Just go support the new album. And um, shout out to Teak Quest for having me on. Yay. And uh, <laughs> I'll be back up for the next album. Yeah. Next uh, EP, rather. It's <laughs> an EP. It only got five songs on it. The single off of that is going to be I Can't Breathe. Mm-hmm. Rip all the people that's going through what they're going through. And um, free the guys, free Glory Khan, free Lil Rob, free uh, Mike, all type of stuff. Um, man, I just appreciate the promo. Okay, there you go. And I appreciate you for, like I said, being on the show and um, taking the time out to do what you do. And for all the ones who may have not caught what he said, since I enjoy my listeners and my fans, you guys know what I like to do. I like to take the time out myself to write down all that information so you don't have to. All you have to do is go and read it. And where can you read the information of my guests? On that T-Quest mobile app, which you can find in your Google Play Store and your App Store for free. And while you are there, make sure you go hit that five stars we are still running at a perfect five star rating let's keep that up and make sure you write me review because reviews is everything especially to an entrepreneur anybody with an app or anybody with a business 
It doesn't cost you anything to do that. And I feel that I'm worth it. Don't you guys agree that I'm worth it? And remember to follow me on all social media platforms at TQuestGLM. And if you need um, any information about any type of business, music, or whatever, all you have to do is join my mailing list at GottaLoveMeWorld.com. And remember to stream my music on all streaming sites. And now they actually got something on Spotify for us artists where you can donate to the cause because you know we don't make much money on streaming. Like we will make if we was pushing CDs. So go to my site, my Spotify, click that donate and donate to your girl if you got any love for me. Until next time, it's your girl T-Quest. You are tuning into the T-Quest show over and out.